0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Some Kind of Podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain you by discussing what entertains us. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm here, all joined always by Cody. Oh, hello. And Tim. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We are ready to talk your ears off about everything we love about the entertainment industry, but a special announcement for this week is that our friend Silent Steven is actually no longer silent. He will be officially joining this podcast starting next week. Yep. So for the first time, uh, since this uh, podcast has begun, the full um, cast of some kind of gamers will be fully assembled. So that's something I look
1: forward to. Yep. Yeah. he got a uh, voice box transplant, so he can speak now. <laughs> yep. He can, uh, he can uh, <clears throat> <laughs> talk.
2: Is he officially joining us, or is he just doing like a, like a one-off? I'm
0: not sure. I don't uh, know. I uh, will leave it up to him if he wants to come in for an episode here and there. If he wants to be permanent, I'll leave that up to him.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay
0: uh so yeah so we're full in swing of summer entertainment uh you know actually kind of towards the tail end of it being august it's more so leaning towards fall now um but we still got a couple upcoming titles free guy um is hitting theaters on august 13th uh marvel's what if series coming to disney plus is releasing on august 11th so it's only like two days from now um and the time of recording yeah at the time of recording two days from now
1: when you hear this if you hear it tomorrow if you're listening to this on tuesday when it releases it's it's tomorrow
0: True. Yes. Uh, Hades is getting a re-release onto consoles. Coming to PlayStation Five, all the Xboxes, PlayStation Four. What is uh, Hades? It's like that Hades. Uh, oh, side the indie game. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: right. Got right, right, really
0: right. big and popular this past year on PC and on Switch, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I missed um, the hype on that one.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I never really played it. I might pick it up at some point. I haven't really like committed to it yet. It's
2: I'm on I mean, PC. It's only like twenty it's okay. bucks.
0: No. That's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> and then outside of that the next couple things coming up are Ghost of Tsushima Director's cut um, getting kind of a re-release for Ghost of Tsushima on PlayStation 5 on August 20th Kena: Bridge of Spirits was supposed to come out uh, on August 24th for the PlayStation 4 and 5 but I am relatively certain that's got pushed into September did the store ever update? because it looked like it was
1: still set
0: yeah, yeah, we were checking it out the other day, and I'm pretty sure, as far as Sony's concerned, <laughs> that it's still coming out on uh, August 24th, but uh, I, I could have sworn I saw a press release or something from the developer behind that game, and they were like, yeah, it's going to be a little bit longer.
1: So I guess we'll see. You know what I can't wait for is what? Uh, Cyberpunk, whenever that's going to come out. Oh, wait, it did. That's right. It's the PS5 version. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Well, I mean like I feel like whatever this next unveiling of the game for next gen and re release on PC or whatever will be what we all would have hoped the first mini failure launch was. Apparently
1: the PC version isn't changing. Like that that is the good game. Huh. (laughs) They just really messed it up on consoles. I have not played it. Have you played it at all on the PC yourself? No. I, I wasn't gonna buy it again. Um. Oh. Yeah, I'll wait till it comes out on console if it ever happens, like the next gen console, I guess.
2: Right. It's uh now moved to September twenty first. Okay. Kina. You know. Yeah. it's Yeah. September twenty first. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to so, that too.
2: A little bit longer to wait. It looks like a <laughs>
1: Pixar movie.
0: Yeah, I'm okay. sure it'll be like a shorter storyline, but that's okay. I mean, it's only like I think twenty or thirty bucks on the store. Oh 40. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so major topics of the show for today, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the newest Suicide Squad, uh, and our, my I guess my first impressions of Critical Role and the feedback from Cody and Tim on, uh, what I can expect in the episode to come. Um, but to start things off, guys, let's do a little bit of EXP grind. What you guys been up to? Do it first, Cody.
1: Uh, well, I got sucked into, um... Dragon Quest Builders 2. I so you've been playing a lot of that. Yeah, so Steven had actually recommended it to me like forever ago because I, I pop into Minecraft every now and again and we, uh, we all played Portal Knights um, which is another block builder. Um, and so I, I don't know, I was hesitant to get it, but it was on sale so I said, why not? And went for it. And uh, yeah, I love the game. So, I played that pretty much non-stop for like the last week and a half and beat it. Um, and then, really just bouncing between that and Final Fantasy XIV. You've been uh, playing fourteen again? I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. Just you guys to... getting pumped for the new DLC coming out in like a couple months?
1: Yeah. I'm really excited for Inwalker. Um, but... Uh, I really like, I mean, I, I wanted to play anyway, but, um, and this isn't like a topic of the show, but uh, a lot of it big, a lot of big WoW players uh, recently started streaming and switching over to Final Fantasy 14, um, some before the Blizzard news happened. Yeah, uh, I
0: saw the CEO
2: actually officially, I think it was the CEO or the president stepped president down.
1: The president stepped down, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which, if
2: you guys don't know, there's a whole bunch of sexual allegations coming out of yeah. the Activision camp right now. And, and, and uh, a lot of it's in the A whole bunch of employees that wow. like out the other day. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with WoW.
1: And a lot of the, uh, I think all of the
2: development halted on WoW. I um, I haven't seen anything about that exactly. I, I heard but...
1: something about it the other day. Um, I don't know if it was temporary or what. But, um, yeah, one of the bigger streamers, Asmongold... Um had been gonna try it anyway and started to try it, and he had like two hundred <clears> thousand people watching him oh wow well. that day and uh apparently like eighty percent of them all joined Final Fantasy fourteen with him <laughs> uh, and some sure the
0: servers are like freaking out right now so they're, they're when that they're...
1: day that day that he joined um and then like a couple days after a couple of other streamers joined him as well and the servers like couldn't handle it and so yoshi p actually put out a statement that was on the the game home screen and i think they put it on facebook they were like we're so sorry we didn't expect this influx of players and we we like didn't prepare for the servers to take that much you know new income uh of players and uh they were like, we're working on expanding the servers, because uh, it got crazy. And me and Tim were actually just playing it, and I, I made a comment about it. Like, I went to one of the like starter areas for one of the late game quests, and uh, it was just a sea of sprouts. And for anyone that hasn't played the game, sprouts are new, new players, because they have little green little sprouts green. next to their name, and it was just a sea of them really funny and it's and it's it's what's weird about that for us is that we're on a legacy server which is a server from when 14 yeah before it it was a realm reborn and um it's been full for as long as i can remember so i guess they did expand all of them to some degree because the fact that there's a bunch of new sprouts is insane
2: I mean, there's a bunch of people that always move. You yeah. Know.
1: I mean, that's true. I know people switch servers here and there, but, like, I mean, this is a lot of new people. So that was a little surprised. <clears throat> but yeah, sorry. That's cool. Not trying. I mean, to... good for
0: 14 and Final Fantasy and Square Enix and all of them, you know? Yeah. Seemed more deserving of everybody's, um, you know, uh, dispensable income than WoW at the moment. Well, so.
1: I mean, like, I feel really bad for WoW players, to be honest. I mean, I don't have a problem with WoW. I don't like the aesthetic. <clears throat> of it. Um, I've never like. it. There would be no 14 it. without WoW. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Uh, Yoshi P is a huge WoW fan, and he said he yep. strived to make a Final Fantasy version of WoW, and without it, we wouldn't have what we have today. So, like, I, crazy. I feel really bad for all the WoW players over the last few years, and their game's just gone downhill, and it's... It seems I mean, to be at rock bottom right now.
2: From what I've heard from a lot of people that have played well and have switched over to 14, even before this whole Blizzard thing, it was already on the decline. Yeah,
1: like I, as I was saying, like the last few years, it's just been sort of a decline. And the developers don't listen to the players. And I think the general consensus is that they just themselves don't play the game. So they don't understand why they're screwing it up.
2: Yeah. well
1: Doesn't shock me. You no? Know? I mean this is Blizzard we're talking about. They they're literally releasing Overwatch 2, which is Overwatch slightly reskinned.
2: It was already out.
1: Is it? I don't I think don't so. I haven't I seen think it, it on the console.
2: pushed back. No, okay. I yeah, don't know. but it's literally no, Overwatch 2 in like 2017 or 2018. Yeah, or but whatever. it's the same no. game.
1: Like it's literally yeah. Overwatch with a reskin but <laughs> if you have Overwatch you get all the content that comes to Overwatch too. so it's like I don't really understand what Blizzard's goal is with games like uh, like I thought Bethesda was like the crappy company these days but Blizzard man like set a new my standard
0: hold my beer
1: mm. what do you
0: mean by a crappy company just as far as like not but like doing what the fans want them to do.
1: I mean, like, Blizzard has released like thirty games in the last uh, decade, and uh, about twenty-eight of them have been Skyrim. So <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with that one.
2: Like, speaking of, I'm excited to play Skyrim now on my mobile device. I'm just kidding; it's yeah, not on a mobile. Uh, it wouldn't I've, surprise me. Though. I've been
1: really enjoying the Alexa version. Um, yeah. No, oh, I
2: downloaded it on a notepad, yeah. not like not like a tablet. Like I mean, an actual notepad. Yeah, okay.
1: I've got it. I've got it on my Palm Pilot. <laughs> that was a joke Blackberry. for anyone born in the nineties or, or earlier.
2: I got it on my BlackBerry. Yeah.
1: Um. Now nah, I like I love Bethesda. Like <laughs> I love the Fallout games for the most part. Like four, I think, was okay. Three was the best. Uh. In my opinion, and then I don't know what happened with 76.
2: That's like New Vegas a lot.
1: New Vegas was fun, but I still like three more. Um, I, I don't know if it's fake or if it's like a player mod, but I saw something about Fallout London. And I don't know if that's their new game or if that's a player thing. And I mean, like, at the end of the
0: day, you know, as far as publishing houses are concerned, if a game sells, they don't really care if the game's good and, and that, so like the so fact that they can, yeah the fact that they continuously remake and redistribute skyrim that's a game that's been out for however freaking long now since the
1: dawn of the internet like,
2: didn't they announce like elder Scrolls 6 like
1: yeah so they, they announced elder Scrolls 6 like three years ago and then over the pandemic microsoft bought them so now it's solely exclusive to the xbox and pc so Sony players won't ever get it, which I don't know why anyone was surprised about that. Like, when they got bought, the internet was like, no, no, no I'm sure Bethesda will still release games for the PlayStation. Like, why would Microsoft let that happen? No. So, like, to me, Bethesda is kind of dead. Like, I- I'll probably play Elder Scrolls 6 on PC.
0: I mean, I could see it being kind of similar to the way you know, back when the, the PlayStation 4 first launched. Previously, Call of Duty was like exclusively thought of as an Xbox franchise, despite it always being available on both. Because it was always, always announced,
1: first. it was always announced on Xbox first. Mm-hmm. Like always, it was always announced Xbox with E3. their branding, yeah.
0: Um, and in uh, in some cases, actually released uh, DLC and content within the season pass first on Xbox before it even came that to PlayStation. That
1: shifted. At which, PlayStation Four, oh, yeah, I was like, I can't remember which game it was. It might have been a Black Ops, um, but there was a shift at some point where just like just a paradigm shift, where uh-huh. they were like, "Yep, we're going to Sony and we're staying there." Yeah,
0: so I mean, I could see them doing a similar thing where, like, I mean, it's still around for both, but it might even be a situation th- where, like, you get a bunch of extra deals to your content that just doesn't even exist on Sony consoles.
1: I think they. Uh, but- they officially said that any games they make are exclusive to Xbox. Because, like, they had announced uh, Elder Scrolls and that, what is it, Starlight or whatever that space game is that they're making uh, they are, are Xbox exclusives, not timed exclusive.
2: I- exclusive.
1: Uh huh. So.
2: Well, go on Xbox. They need some exclusive anyway. And I don't care about Fallout or the next Elder Scrolls. So. I, I, I really like The Elder Scrolls.
1: I'm, I'm one of those people that bought Skyrim, like, four times.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I own Skyrim, but, like, I'm not going to be bent out of shape if I will get to play whatever the next one is.
1: Oh, no, I mean, I'm going to play it on PC. So.
0: Anywho, Tim, what have you been up to?
2: Um, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this before, but, I mean, you probably have. Um, I am at a point now where, like, I want to do everything um <clears throat> and because of that i am essentially half-assing like eight things um like i uh am playing dragon quest 11 but i just before we got on stream had some bs happen and i was like well I don't know if this is going to kill it or not for me. We'll see if I go back to it kind of thing. Um, and then I played a little bit of 14 because I, uh, I didn't want to start anything else because I knew we were going to be recording soon. So I didn't want to like get into anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did start I didn't get very far <clears throat> but I did start The Last of Us Part 2. Oh. Hey. Very, good. very
1: good. It's, it's great game i've
2: not gotten very far i just i think the last thing i did was i did that 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 scene um where you're running the river trails with that one girl that's not la that i can't oh remember. man and then i'm i went back to that other chick that's voiced by laura bailey that uh abby abby yeah abby and i was like oh cool there's like stuff ahead of me and i was like all right well I have to go to work now, and then I put that down. Um, So I mean, I'll probably go back to that too, because I think the Last of Us Part Two is a little bit more open than the Last of Us, if I'm being told correctly. There's a part
0: of it that really opens up and kind of lets you do what you want, but you're not quite there. It's led into the story once you get back to Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: it's uh, um, it's it's so good. I feel like it got way too much hate, but like,
2: why did it get hate? I seven. heard nothing good about it. So uh,
1: there's, there's moments that that really angered a lot of fans. Just because? Because it it's
2: supposed to anger fans, or did it just anger fans?
1: No, I think it was supposed <clears throat> to, but like okay. it made for good story.
2: But I'm saying, like, if you're getting angry, that means you're invested, which is a yeah. good thing. Yeah.
0: Well, I think also a big attributing factor to that was that there was an intentional um plot points leak right before the game Joel launched. Died.
2: So you don't have to worry about that. I know Joel dies. Okay, I don't know yeah, that's
0: to everybody else. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, now um, you know if you haven't but, played it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean, like, like it came out that he dies, and I can't remember with the other couple parts of the like the plot or whatever. That was the
2: big. They don't know when league. or how, but I know that he does die. Yeah.
1: I think it's soon. <clears>
2: okay. Well, <laughs> it's real soon. Yeah, it's like the plot mean, point it, that starts the story. It, it would be the catalyst for what starts the story yeah. so it wouldn't be sense if he dies soon. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And I know he was like a beloved you know of course fan favorite from the original and like I think there were those who thought that well, yeah, uh, one there sh- shouldn't even be a part two at all and that the the fact that they did make a part two and that they also killed Joel off was kind of like what the heck to some but I, I was willing to give it a shot and I was like I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to get into this and then I did it sucked me in
1: so. it's. it's I mean uh,
2: yeah. I never I, I played the last I I quasi-played The Last of Us Part 1. Um, I more watched it than played it. Sure. But, like, with The Last of Us Part 1, you're, it's more of a cinematic experience than it actually is a video game anyway.
1: Yeah, it's definitely um, along the lines of Uncharted.
2: Yeah. Um, um, so I watched it more than I played it, but I did play a little bit of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, once I found out that, like, Ellie was going to be the main protagonist of last of Us part two. I was like, well, they're going to kill off Joel. Yeah. Cause that like, as a storyteller, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to tell a story and you change the main protagonist and the other protagonist is a father figure, what other way to spur on your new protagonist and to kill off the father figure? Yeah. No, it's um,
1: <laughs> the story that intertwines between Abby and Ellie and, and everything is, it's so good and mm-hmm. Ashley Johnson and and um Laura Bailey did such a good job voicing I will say that there
0: is a point in the game and it's it's crazy cuz they they Naughty Dog did a great job with storytelling because you're supposed to feel this but the the narrative shifts from playing as Ellie to playing as Abby and I'm I, everyone was just like I don't want to play as her yeah. I don't I don't want to do it
2: <laughs> why do
1: I care and then they make you care and you're like oh
2: yeah. Dang. Well, I look forward to playing it. Yeah. Maybe. Um. We'll see. No. I mean,
1: I, I feel you. I mean, I, I, am literally in the same spot of where like I have like eight games that I want to play.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I still haven't played the remake. I know that the retrograde or whatever it's called, integrate, yeah. is um on sale right now. So I was thinking about maybe picking that up. But I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it's a great game. But, you know, I've also been, you know, watching Critical Role. Yeah. And I read. Uh, I started rereading Percy Jackson for some reason. I don't know. If I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just
1: I just reread all three Ernest Klein books. Nice. Ready Player One, Two, and Armada.
2: Nice. Great books. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. What about you, Christian? Ah, uh,
0: I forgot I hadn't gone yet. <laughs> I was about to move on. Um, nope. A bit, a bit of this and a bit of that. Um, new like life event. Oh, uh, really nails it down. To... <laughs> yeah, and moving on. Um, a little bit this, a little we're... That. <laughs> we're staying in the Carolina region permanently now. Uh, back for good, but we are relocating from Charlotte up to Raleigh. Um, both got jobs up there, have an apartment lined up. So we're excited for that. <clears throat> um, just been trying to iron out all the BS that comes with moving, with internet and electricity and yeah insurance and all that stuff so you know adult stuff uh when it comes to fun things um of course so we've all watched suicide squad at least i think we have um yeah. and yeah. then watched a bit of critical role um as per the last episode's um homework assignment that i gave to myself uh and then we'll talk
2: also, about it here in a second so
0: yep which uh, we'll talk about here in a bit um, I finally um, played through and finished and platinumed, uh, a Plague Tale Innocence, which was the free game of the month for uh, PlayStation Plus members in July. Oh, so <laughs> I really like narrative games, as we were just talking with about The Last of Us. Yeah. And I like that this game was broken down into chapters. There's 16 of them. And so it made it really easy. Um, and part of the reason why I took so long with it is I would play like a chapter, maybe two, and then I'd like, okay, that's enough for today. And I'd come back to it a couple days later and made it really, really easy to pick up and put down. Um, I got to, I think, chapter 10, somewhere between 10 and 12 out of the 16. And I was like, this is really cool. This is like a cool twist on like, you know, like, um, you know, an unlikely occurrence during the, the plague that, you know, wiped out you know, mass populations in the European region yeah. back in the day, um, and giving kind of giving it more of a sci-fi twist. Um, and so I really liked it. I really liked it, and I was like, I'm really curious as to where this is gonna go. And then around chapter 12, 13, right in there, it, it started to go. A, from a, it went from a little sci-fi to like extreme sci-fi. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't, I don't know that I actually like this. And then there's like the final in chapter 16. You have, of course, like the final boss fight. spoilers if you haven't played the game but you essentially have a 1v1 rat versus rat battle with the pope
2: as you do (laughs) i was not expecting those words to come out of your mouth
0: so the whole premise of the game is that you know there's um you're in this family that's like Somewhat royalty, I guess, not like, you know, high high ranking back in the day. I guess there was a bunch of, you know, miniature royal families kind of scattered about rural areas all across Europe. Um, nothing like, you know, big name family ruling continent or whatever, just you know, your own little area of France. And this these people, the Inquisition comes in and kills your parents, or at least you think they did, um, and you run away with your brother who's got something wrong with them. You don't <laughs> they don't they don't, He's they don't the one really explain well, so the game starts out and you're playing as the daughter of this family and you do for most of the game and it shifts to the brother occasionally. Um and you're playing with them and then like in really like legit in the first chapter, it even comes up in a dialogue that like something's wrong with my brother. I don't really know what's going on. Mom spends a lot of time with them and we don't really see much of him or the mom. I do it's messed up. <laughs> you're like having this conversation with your dad, who like I guess is also kind of MIA out on like um, hunting trips and battling or whatever he's off doing uh, and so this kind of like quickly devolves the inquisition comes in starts like murdering all the people that work on the property and kill the parents and then the mom's just the mom which I guess you don't really like interact with much before this it's just like here take your brother and run away Um, and so as time goes on you start realizing that your mom was like an alchemist And they're, like, essentially just, like, the foundation of, like, science. Um, And that, you know, she was trying to work on a cure for your brother, which, like, has something in his blood that occurs every so often years. I can't remember the time frame that uh, he can use to. And this doesn't get exposed or unveiled to, like, chapter 12, 13, somewhere in there. But he can essentially control... I don't i think it's just rats or it might be animals too they didn't really specify on that but of course during this time frame the plague um is going on and so the mom was trying to suppress it or even get rid of it the inquisition found out about the power and is trying to exploit it to essentially have a army of rats to take over the continent with and this is of course led by the head of the church the pope mm. so yeah
1: yeah that, yeah I mean, hey, uh, it's not any more bizarre than Valhalla. No, it's not. And like I said, I was fine with it. I was fine with it. But then, like,
0: I'm not going to go through the entire plot because it would take too too freaking long. But (laughs) the end result is you can control the regular rats, and then the Pope has designed these hairless rats that he can control. And so you're fighting back and forth with these rats and, like, th- essentially throwing them at each other. <laughs> uh, you guys should look up a, If you haven't seen the game and you have no desire to actually play it, I would highly That's suggest... Fight. I would highly suggest that you look up, like, just, like, a video on YouTube of the final fight because it's, like, weirdly, like, kind of amusing. It's also a really frustrating fight to play, by the way. Um, but, yeah, you're essentially just kind of, like, throwing rice rice right just throwing rice at him man <laughs> rats back and forth and then like the pope will get stunned and then like you throw a pebble at his head which is like the one of the whole you know like really only weapon systems of the game is that you have this sling that you can upgrade and so you like you throw a rock at his head and then you do it again and then on the third time it's like he's like oh he's defeated oh no so anyway <laughs> that's kind of what i've been doing defeated <laughs> I, uh, I finished that the other night, and I was just like, this is not where I wanted this game to go. I don't know where I wanted it to go, but this isn't it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was free. I think if I had paid money for it, I would have been a little bit more upset. I mean, you can't really get too mad at a game that's free.
1: Uh, so. I, I I knew you were going to say that. Um, I, I take your you can't get mad at free games and raise you this month's free games of the month because they're all absolute, like elephant diarrhea
2: what are they it's like
1: plants versus zombies (laughs) warfare a tennis game and then i forget what the other one was because it was so stupid i think it was the new like
0: mmo
2: game i don't think it's an mmo the black desert
1: no no if it's an mmo it's not a known one.
2: my god i'm looking it up right now Doing it live. This is what we're all about, right here.
1: <laughs> Give you a little tune. <laughs> I know you guys can't see it, but from my view, Christian typing it basically looks like the scene from uh, Bruce Almighty when he's writing emails. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> I can't figure out where how to get it on the app. Okay, no.
1: so Hunter's
0: Arena. Hunter's Legends Arena. Is that's like a it multiplayer thing. Yeah, that looks stupid. And there's the Tennis World Tour. Oh boy, you guys uh, want to play tennis? Uh, <laughs> and plants versus Zombies. So I will say that it definitely is a weaker month when it comes to what you would expect from, you know, something being provided by PlayStation for plus uh, subscribers. It's horrible. But, <laughs> in their defense, like, they're kind of running out of stuff, especially for PlayStation 5 to give us. Like, A Plague Tale Innocence didn't even come out on PlayStation 5 until July, and they've done that a couple times with games where they're like, hey, instead of actually releasing your game and maybe like getting you know about the what you want profit wise and sales out of this we're just going to give you a lump sum of money and uh, can you just like give it to people because we don't know what else to do they could have made
1: Godfall free
0: well that they honestly probably should do yeah uh,
1: Borderlands 3 at this point yeah would have been a solid one Um, I mean there's countless PS4 games True. Well, I mean Playstation Four is endless. I just I'm just talking about
0: the PlayStation Five friend, but you did yeah, you did mention a couple good ones uh, and I'm sure there's probably Honestly, people. Demon Almost Souls could have today. been free.
1: It was a it's launch day. It, it was a launch day.
0: That was it. Man. Yeah. That's like one of the very few successful
1: PlayStation 5 experiences. Oh, I know. Though. I bought it recently. I, I want to play it. It's on my console right now. Do <laughs> you hate yourself that much? I love those games. So I guess Apparently. so. Apparently. <laughs> Um, um, what else they could Returnal have made... was really successful
0: I can't see them doing that they, I was going to say they
1: could have made Returnal for free they could have even done Black Ops for free um, Modern Warfare they could have just done Activision
2: that. needs all the money it can get right now
1: <laughs> it's true well it's Activision <laughs> Blizzard not just Activision
0: it's still owned by them so anywho uh switching gears <laughs> listing all the things that somebody could give us that they didn't for August
2: for games. You, don't, so want to do the, no, you don't want to do the the Bubba Gump of like <laughs> <laughs> just
1: list yeah, all the options. Well, that's about it.
0: Could <laughs> be cyberpunk. Could be Call of Duty.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's about everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's switch gears and do a little bit of chit-chat. On. Sorry, you said switch gears.
1: <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Director James Gunn's 2021 Suicide Squad. Not to be confused. The, with the Suicide
2: point... Squad. Not Suicide Squad. It's the Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad. That's, that's the difference. That is the, that is the difference. Not
0: to be confused with Suicide Squad uh, that released uh. back in 2016 um this one in my opinion was far better than the original oh, and um, so without... like
2: spoilers were
0: you
1: know boom yeah right now but Stop listening. without without question better you guys didn't even give me a chance i was gonna
2: i said because we have a tendency to start talking about stuff especially cody and i will segue off if you say something that's true and then we'll start talking about the movie and then we'll be like 15 minutes in the conversation and almost right. is like Oh, hey, by the way, guys. If <laughs> you haven't already noticed, we spoiled the whole movie for you.
0: Full spoiler warning. If you have not seen the Suicide Squad, you should probably stop listening right now. Go watch it and come back. It's about a two-hour and some watch. Um, it's really cool. If you have HBO, you can get it for not free, but you know it's it's part of what you're paying for right now.
1: Yep. Spoiler um, alert. Uh, there's a giant starfish, and like right at the end, Dom and the family show up, and they're like, Nothing's more powerful than family. And then they just okay. ram well, a first charger part was into true. it.
2: That first part was true, actually. <laughs> there is a giant starfish. There is.
1: And it's not a euphemism for a uh, butthole,
2: nope. just in case it you were just curious. Starfish. Just a, just a starfish.
0: So, guys. It's blue. What? Before we dive into this one, going back to that old, the older one, the one that came back in 2016, I don't even remember what director did it. It doesn't even really matter at this point. But I think it was, I don't know. He did worse enough job that they had to redo it four years later, five well, years later, or whatever. It so. is technically it a Snyder? sequel,
1: huh? It might have been Zack Snyder. Um, I'll, go ahead, I'm looking it up. It was, it was a sequel. The Suicide Squad is a sequel. It's not a reboot. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, even if they say it's a sequel, quote unquote, that like, it's. Mm, it's it's a sequel to anyway, like in the in the anyway. in the order of events, it's Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, The Suicide Squad.
2: Oh, it was David Ayer? I don't know who that is.
0: If the okay, so by the
2: by that logic of like
0: chronologically, it it probably does take place after what may have happened in
2: Suicide. Well, this guy directed a lot of good movies. I don't know Squad. what he did with Suicide Squad. David Ayer, he did like. Oh sorry, this he was a writer in a lot of movies. Never mind. Go ahead. Pretty good. So my my argument is that if the if a movie
0: does well and it, you know, everyone's like, hey, we should make a sequel. It's like Suicide Squad two, like Suicide Squad Part Two, Suicide Squad, you know, The Rebellion or I don't know, some uh, weird name that like is I mean, obviously the boomerang
2: dude it. that was in the Suicide Squad is in the Suicide Squad. And, the, and, and, and he a little bit. he
1: asks Harley how she got back to prison.
2: And, like, the uh, the the main chick is also in both the Suicide Squads.
1: Right. Uh,
0: okay, before I continue on that, what did you guys think is what I was going to get at a second ago. What did you guys think before we heard there was a new one about that one that came out a few years back? Uh, I enjoyed it, it for, for what about it
1: was. First, you want to know what the first one? Yeah. Yes. Um, Go ahead, Cody. I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, I, I don't have, in general... Any like high expectations for DC movies. um So I, when it was coming out, I was just kind of like, "Oh, that's a a movie. They got Jared Leto to play the Joker. That's weird." Okay, and that's sort of how I went. Like, I mean, it was fun. It was just to turn your brain off and watch it. But like, I I've watched it maybe two more times since it came out.
2: Oh, I have. No, I didn't even rewatch it at all. i did uh... better than me. I uh, remember sitting, watching that movie with a lot of theater folk, and at one point, in the middle of the movie, thinking out loud, I don't know what I'm watching. I don't understand what's happening on screen. Yeah, they
1: don't It really explain a ton in the first one. I mean, to be fair, they didn't really explain a whole lot in this one either, but um,
2: it's... But unfortunately, from the first one, you know kind of what's happening in yeah, this one. Yeah, like...
1: I don't think the second one would have worked without the first one, to be honest yeah. with you.
2: Uh,
0: I don't know. I think I would argue against that because I mean, I watched it with Ashley, you know, and she never even saw the first one and she still could pretty much follow along.
1: Well, no, I, I don't mean ins- like you can't follow along. I just mean like in terms of what the Suicide Squad is, like at least in the first one they sort of sort of explain why it's happening. Whereas this one, it just the it's just steamrolling from the get go. Like, yep, this is what you're doing. Remember, I'll blow th- I'll blow your head up if you go off mission. Like, it just just goes.
0: Okay. Well, I guess before we go into that too much further, Tim, what was what was your initial impressions or I guess thoughts on the first one? Kind of the same thing with Cody, just
2: kind of like eh, it was okay. Uh, of the first one, yeah, I, uh, I didn't like the first one at all. It was like it was better than Batman versus Superman. Okay. But that's not saying a whole lot,
1: yeah. I liked, I thought Will Smith was great as um, Deadshot or whatever.
2: Like, for me, it's like, oh man, I, don't know, I don't even know how to rank these. Like, The Suicide Squad, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, okay. Right. So, right now, well, actually, you know newest... what? Birds of Prey is probably up there too. I really like Birds of Prey. Birds
1: of Prey was really good,
2: so it'd be like. The Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Not Wonder Woman 84, Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman 84. Um,
1: Also, not to harp on it (coughs) or anything, but um, when you were mentioning, like, you know, why didn't they call it Suicide Squad 2? Why did Fast and Furious call the first movie Fast and Furious and then the fourth movie was the Fast and
2: Furious I mean, similar. I, I mean, no, it's this is exactly the conversation. The Fast and Furious, and then Fast and Furious. Yeah,
1: I, whatever. I gotta make. I got backwards, but I'm just saying. Like, I, no,
2: I,
0: I'm. You're not like you know playing double advocate or anything here. I'm. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just. I'm just saying I, it's the same conversation that like oh, yeah. you know if a if a movie does well and you want to make a sequel, you should call it something that clearly shows it being a sequel.
1: Well, I don't think Suicide Squad. Did super well, so instead of calling it two, they called it the. But it is a sequel. Well, that's what it's I mean. Like,
2: like it's it like can... <clears throat> it's like a spiritual sequel. Like yeah, it's not a hard It might
0: be in all sense of the words. Like it happened chronologically after the first one. Yeah. It has a couple of the same main characters. Which yeah. you know, if we're diving right into I this like now, that, though, you know, they die five minutes into the movie.
2: Not all of them except for for harley quinn except for harley and
0: flag flag. and Flag. well he also dies just later
2: (laughs) yeah but he's in the whole movie yeah yeah it's not like they kill him off like in the opening title scene like they did the other people like Uh boomerang but anyway i guess what i was going to get to is for me personally
0: the first uh these you know Suicide squad that released a few years back to me, we fit the, like the mold of like the DC movie that
1: like, I don't really care about.
0: Yeah. Like, it was, it's not Marvel. It's kind of like a, yeah, that's about what I expected from DC, but not in a good way.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's a weird casting. Like it, I like Margot Robbie. So like, that's, that's yeah. fine. I like Will Smith. Okay, cool. Um, I don't care about Jared Leto. No offense to Jared Leto or his fans. I just like, I, I, I haven't seen anything of his that i really enjoyed except for like american psycho and he gets murdered horribly yeah
0: um and
1: then on what you were saying before about like you know they're not
0: really diving into like you know what was happening and why i mean to be fair like they didn't really spend too much time on that and the the first one that came out years back um and then to also to that end in the trailers for the original one they kind of explained what was happening in the trailer it had like the voiceover of the, the main lady that's like the in charge of the suicide squad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, saying like, you know, I'm assembling, you know, a team that's supposed to go out and do what, you know, we don't want our actual people to do so that, you know, we, if you guys die or if you guys, you know, fail miserably, nobody will know it was actually us.
1: Yeah. It was and... also at the end of, was it Batman v Superman or the justice league. It, it, it was like the end credit scene too of Mm -hmm. her talking about, like, looking for people. Um, Yeah. So.
0: And so in this new, you know, I guess moving, shifting to the actual topic here, uh, the new one, the Suicide Squad 2021, it had a moment like that at the very beginning where as she was wandering around the prison assembling these people, she was like, I'm picking you for this team because you have blah, blah, blah traits and skill sets that would attribute to this team that I'm building to go do some good that we don't want anybody who actually has, you know, red, white, and blue yeah, taped to their shoulder.
1: It's just doing. the way that, like, I don't, I didn't necessarily hate or anything, but, like, it kind of annoyed me the way that they explained it, where it was like, you know the drill, like do the mission you get 10 years off your sentence and if you go off mission i'm gonna blow this thing up in your head like it was just very like yeah, 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 we had another movie
0: yeah and i think i think james gunn's approach to that was just that suicide squad whether or not you had seen it or not it had been mentioned and said enough in mass media to where you probably understood yeah. the premise of what was going on um, he is, is attributing and giving the audience yeah. credit that you know you probably know the gist of what's going on They're doing this thing and you know here's this extra you know additional reason of like hey they're agreeing to this because they're getting time off their sentence yeah um and then they just kind of like move forward and then like within what 10-15 minutes they're jumping into the first fight scene
1: it was it was basically and i don't mean this in a bad way i don't think it was a bad thing especially for this kind of movie but there was very little story like the story didn't exactly have substance like, there was a oh, story, man, was
2: too.
1: you know, but, like, the first one they tried to make story happen. Like, they tried to tie in, you know, like, the Doctor's expedition that went south, so she became Enchantress. And then, you know, they tried to give everybody a backstory, like Will Smith's daughter and, um, uh, I forget his name, Diablo. Like his, Like, he killed his family by accident. And, like, they really tried to make you care for them. Whereas this one, it was just like, yeah, they're all psychos and they're all murderers, so it's going to be a bloody movie. And it was. It was very, very bloody, ridiculous movie. And there wasn't right. really any substance or backstory to anybody except for um, Idris Elba's character.
2: Yeah.
1: And even that was, like, teeny tiny. Yeah,
0: I definitely think it was... Uh... You know, since it was the same director as Guardians of the Galaxy, after Ash and I watched it, we were like, yeah, we can definitely see the, like, Guardians of the Galaxy approach to this. Mm. Um, But like you were just saying, I think the thing missing was the story and, like, backstory building of the characters and, like, why you should even care about them and who they are.
1: But to that Um, note, I don't think that was a bad thing because the first one had it and it wasn't that good. And this one didn't. And I'll probably watch it quite a few times. Because um, although
0: there's a lot of superhero movies out there that are origin stories and tells you, like, about how this person became who they are and, like, why you should care about them. I mean, there are plenty of action movies out there that's just, like, okay, here's, like, kind of the BS, like, a little bit of backstory. and Now
1: let's just jump right into it and have a bunch of crazy stuff going on. Taken. Yeah.
0: Expendables. Expendables. Like that whole franchise. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. And, and And a lot of those movies work. Some of them didn't. Uh, the first Expendables was beautiful. Um, I don't know about the sequels, but, um, yeah, it just, it didn't really have any story, but it was good. I, I like, it was, it was funny. It was definitely over the top gory. Oh yeah. Um, but I liked it though. Yeah. Um, Uh, and so did you catch almost like essentially 80% of the guardians cast in there?
0: Uh, I caught a few of them. Uh, how many were in there?
1: So you had um, Yondo. You had, uh, I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head now. Um, you had his, like, right-hand man in prison. I saw him. Um, in the uh, strip club, the main dancer was um, the alien girl. Mantis? Mantis, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sylvester Stallone was the shark oh was he
0: yeah i know that i did not catch that i saw his name pop up at the very beginning of the movie and i was like huh i wonder who he's like playing yeah but i guess it was more so who he was
1: voicing yeah he was the a shark i didn't catch that
0: huh so funny.
1: yeah they were peppered in there yeah was, i thought huh. that, i was like yeah this is this is a james gunn movie for sure oh yeah um so i gotta ask
0: at the beginning it kind of caught me off guard when they were like here's all these characters and i was like okay cool they're reusing some of the same cast i'm cool with that like the you know captain boomerang whatever his name was yeah Captain boomerang um uh, i actually enjoyed that character from the original and i was kind of glad to see him come back of course they weren't going to get rid of harley quinn she was coming back for sure um she's she's
1: dc's money maker
0: yeah so i uh i was happy to see all these people come back and then there was like you know the guy with like the spear and i was just like i don't even know who he, like all these uh, people flula? are uh
1: that's his real name is flula he's hilarious <laughs> uh he's not been in a ton of things that you'd probably recognize but i don't know if you remember pitch perfect um uh, when that came you. out
2: pitcher, yeah
1: the uh the german team he was oh, like the head oh. of the german team Okay. And all oh, okay. the meshes. Uh he's he's one of the funniest comedic actors out there, but he's very German.
0: The uh the one guy who like gave their position away and I was like, Hey guys, I told you we were coming. I know he's the like, comedian, uh, right? Pete,
1: uh, Pete yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. hilarious.
0: Um, but anyway, so like that whole, you know, you know, the way they set that up of like, hey, here's this team, we're going out, and then like I was like, Okay, cool, you know, like let's Let's see what everybody can do. And then it, it was almost like a so fast. It was like a Deadpool 2, like, let's go X Force and then everybody dies. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <clears>
1: like well, 100%. Not, you know, said, we're not everybody, but Except for Harley. Except for Harley and Flag. <clears throat> um I love that I, mean, I love that you know, B Harley team. I love that the B team or whatever, uh Idris Elba's team the... is the is the real team. But the fact <laughs> that they murdered like half of the resistance for no reason
2: oh oh well you're talking about when they like went up on the the, the when they're trying to get flagged yeah and they're trying to they,
1: get flagged and they just start they brutally everybody. murdering everyone i laughed
2: <laughs> so hard when they were like yeah we're the resistance fighters we're the good guys I was like, <laughs>
1: to be fair you know head honcho
0: chick was like kill everyone hey, you know yeah kill everyone this guy has been captured you know go get flag. you know he's in trouble and they're like we got this and then of course you know john cena what's his like superiors name by the way peacemaker 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 okay i remember right.
1: i just of. i love the back and forth between him and Aegis elba when he, i was like, about to
0: say trying to like one up each other like how they're killing you. yeah
1: like he blew up oh. the dude he's like exploding bullets or something like that and he was like Nobody likes to show off, and he's like, unless it's really cool,
2: and then he's like, Brah. He does not say really cool, though. You're right. He says, unless it's... People like, show off when the stuff they're showing off is dope AF. Yeah. And then he actually says the AF part. Yeah. And then he's just <laughs>
1: always like, yeah He's right.
2: Um, I just, I I just love that, like, bit. when he was chopping up that dude that was sleeping. <laughs> he's
1: just, <laughs> he just walking by. Walking
2: along.
0: <laughs> um... I thought the casting for this was much better than
2: the original. Oh yeah. I actually thought that John Cena did a pretty good job too. I was a little I bit, did too. I thought like, it was pretty good. Like
1: okay, so we we've talked about it before on the show when it happened, but with Fast 9, every time he showed up, I laughed in the theater. <laughs> and so the, But you were supposed to so at the, this time. So the same thing happened in this one, but like it was meant to happen. Like he was playing an exaggerated version of himself and this character and i was like this is this is this is the role you needed to be in not yeah not a Dom's serious, white this, brother
2: like it this is you this is this is how you start yeah
1: oh my gosh i don't need you peeking out of a jail cell looking like a sad puppy like nobody hugged me like i don't i don't, I don't need that i need peacemaker
2: i need you standing in the middle of a jungle and your tidy whities yeah. for no reason <laughs> for a <an extremely> long, <laughs> long amount of time the shark
0: guy tries to like eat the Rat Girl, and uh he just, <laughs> he just shows up like I'm
1: here. What are doing? What's going on, guys? Oh, it was so good. It's so. Good.
2: Uh, and spoiler alert: I guess like, well, at the end of the movie, like it's implied that John Cena dies, but he doesn't. Uh, yeah, at
1: the end of the you know, post-credit.
2: Yeah, the post-credit scene: peacemaker's still alive, and I guess they're doing a show about him. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What That's what why.
1: When uh, when they were fighting and it they implied that he died, I was like, they already announced a show, and I was like, I guess it could be a prequel, but I'm assuming that it's it's going to take place after.
2: Yeah, because he's alive. Yeah.
1: So. Um,
0: but yeah, know I love John Cena. This is the the role John Cena I think was <laughs> born to play. One hundred percent. If there is five seasons of a Peacemaker show, I will watch every moment of it. I hope it. I hope <laughs> I it's
1: as it. ridiculous as the movie. As ridiculous as like the boys, like just
0: yeah. Like, I hope he's in the briefing room taking notes like he was at the beginning of it. I mean, he's just like so starfish. That can be you know an innuendo for a butthole. Is there yeah. any any relation there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> any relation there? <laughs>
1: uh, oh my gosh! Uh, um, also, I have to point out that like polka dot guy like i i was i lost it almost every time his mom just became everybody <laughs> around him that's the weirdest thing
2: that was weird dude that was so weird. weird the only time it was really funny for me was when it was the giant her was the starfish and i was like that's actually pretty funny the I, one that got but me... he was grinding up against her at the club i was like this is not no cool. that was
1: weird the, the one that got me uh i mean the starfish was hilarious but the one that got me was, like, uh, somebody asked him, like, do you do you see your mom often? And he was, like, all the time. And then they were all her, yeah, his yeah, mom, yeah, yeah. including <laughs> the shark. But they were, like, the relative sizes. And I was <laughs> just like, oh, God. I uh,
0: No, I, I think it was great, all these weird characters and superheroes that, like, I mean, like, I knew bits about Marvel Comics. I knew even less about DC Comics um and so to me going into this like i didn't know who any of these people were it was was nice to see or at least most of them um and it was nice to see uh them brought to life on i think i read an article or a review that was like you know all these like d-list characters that like no one's ever heard of and now everyone's like these guys are cool
1: the the orange girl the very beginning that attacks the helicopter (laughs) (laughs) nowhere (laughs) Um no idea but yeah.
2: who
0: it was. No, I don't absolutely know who it
1: was. I love
2: well, it. I'll give it up to Nathan Fillion for being uh Oh my
1: gosh. Uh detach detachable kid or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: detachable kid, yeah. Oh my god. When they were going in and he I just like that detached he was just his
1: like arms. like lazily slapping them. <laughs> <Didn't> the camera
0: <laughs> didn't the camera zoom in on flag and Harley's face and they were both just like yeah. what are we watch? <laughs>
1: I love that even the soldiers are like, what is happening? Because he's just, like, rubbing their faces.
0: (laughs) They just start shooting his hands, like, his his floating arms. And he's just screaming because he's like, ah, they're
2: shooting me! Oh, man. It was good, it was
0: good. Uh, Yeah. No, it's, I... So, I guess back to the, 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 the... I enjoyed it as more so of, like, an action approach. But as far as a, like... Really good storytelling. Oh, there was oh, no, no storytelling.
2: It it was
0: kind of that movie it ended,
2: That movie began with like, okay, you guys are going on a suicide mission, and it ended with them fighting a giant starfish from space. Yeah, like, yeah. Made no sense. It was wild. Peter Capaldi <laughs> was a weird. Oh yeah, Peter Capaldi was in it just for a reason. Yeah, and he was there. No Doctor like, oh, Who
1: jokes either. Like missed opportunity. Well, mm-hmm. he could have just been like, they call me the Doctor. Would have been would have been great. Uh, uh what yeah. was the the driver's name that they harped on for like 20 minutes
0: <laughs> when they're in like in the building in and the they're bu- all like in the he, office and he space. dies and then milton? She,
1: milton yeah and then she calls you just elbow milton yeah she's like oh well, there's milton. that whole
0: conversation about like there's a
2: milton yeah,
0: yeah. When, when was there a milton with us and he's like the polka dot man was like he was here the whole time so he just
1: followed them in. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh-oh. He even tried to pick up a shotgun, and Flag was like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah. Uh. Between no, that was... and the the shark uh, making like the little C four peacemaker. Yeah. Great.
0: Right. So, out of all these new characters, like I said, we'd none of us were really familiarized with pretty much anybody in this movie except for like you know like the really you know harley, harley quinn yeah you know? that's it um what's your new favorite character that kind of came out of this movie
1: probably aegis elba um just because his gear was so freaking cool it was pretty cool um i mean i I definitely like the shark guy um rat, peacemaker yeah peacemaker obviously um
2: the rat girl was pretty cool though I mean, she
1: was all right it was a weird power but she was all right yeah
0: it's like a crossover with a plague tail. Yeah. Weird flex, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, that's
1: exactly my whole thought the whole time. was like, weird, weird flex, but all right. And then like the rat's just eating the starfish, and then Harley dove into the eyeball, and I almost puked, and like, ugh. That's
2: <laughs> um, horrible. I know, when she like jumped off there, because like, first of all, you can clearly see the platform yeah. is set up like five minutes before she jumps into the thing. I was like, well, this yep. is really all set up so Harley can jump at the starfish. And she jumped in, and I was like, "So, what was the purpose of that? Because you didn't really hurt it at all. You just kind of jumped in the middle of it, and like, in she the she
1: opened it for the for the rats.
2: <laughs> she made an opening. Yes. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. I think personally, um, Shark Eye. What's his name like Malico? or? Yeah, I don't like I don't remember. Like
2: I'm glad that. that they let the other characters kind of shine though, because I was a little bit worried at first. I was like, "Look, Margarabi is like the big name in here, and Harley Quinn is like DC's money maker at the moment." Like, no. please, like, don't let her overshine everybody. And she really didn't. She had that. She had a couple scenes where I was like, "They're really not focusing on the suicide. This is kind of like a Harley Quinn movie right now." But it was, it was, it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be. So
1: now, with just Elba in it, there was no way um, Harley was taken center stage. He, I mean, uh, she was in a lot of it. Uh, she was, but, she but I'm pretty sure he can pull in more than she can, oh. Oh. Uh, just on his. Resume, but I don't know. I mean, he hasn't done a whole lot. Like, I think the last big movie he was a star in, other than Hobbs and Shaw, was like Prometheus. I don't know because I know he does that show on BBC, <clears throat> Luther.
2: I just know that I know I know Elders, I' just I he just Elber from The Wire. Yeah, that too. Anyway, wasn't he also in Thor? Oh, yeah, he was Heimdall. Yeah, he plays Heimdall. Now.
1: Wow. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then, of course, John Cena is pretty big. Yeah, not correct. actor-wise,
2: but... Just household name-wise. Yeah. People know who that guy is. Yep. He's a like Rock. <laughs> he's, he's catching up.
1: Although, we were watching, um, not to go on a tangent about the Jungle Cruise, which, by the way, I thought was really good... Um, but we were, oh, I forgot about the jungle. we were watching that, and my dad was like, who's that guy? Is he famous? Talking about The Rock.
2: <laughs> I was like, that's Dwayne Johnson, sir. I was like, how do you not know that? He's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Probably. He is. Or at least he was in 2019. I don't know about last year, yeah. but in 2019, he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Well, he made like
1: three movies that were the same thing yeah well I mean you know hey if like you're like back you to, to back a... he did like what was it Rampage, Skyscraper and then something yeah. else and they were San Andreas they were Andreas. literally like the same movie okay
2: well I mean but guess what people went and saw those movies I watched all three
0: alright guys so we've talked about the highs and lows of the Suicide Squad what do you guys think out of 10 you would give this movie given you know what you like what you dislike Cody let's start with you
1: I'd give it an eight. Eight. Yeah. I don't think it was a perfect 10, mainly because it didn't have a story. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, i give it an eight.
2: Give it a solid seven. It's funny. Uh, I was good. No, I was just pretty much with everything Cody said. No. I was, Uh, after I watched
0: it, I was like, yeah, it's between a seven and an eight. So <laughs> I'll float between you both. I'll go with a 7.5. There you go. Um, I, uh, I I if it wasn't if it was like 30 minutes longer and they could have given just a little bit more backstory like I would have loved to know more about this like Shark God character like where did he come from how many
2: people did he like I'd like to know <laughs> I don't know I would about, like to know why people were in jail like why was Peacemaker there and yeah, yeah. it would
1: have been great to know just like a smidgen of like like at least with the first at least one, why they were there yeah at, at least, least with the first there. one like they gave a little snippet of like what they did but then they spent way too much time going into even more detail but if they had yeah. done just that little flashback of like Harley with the Joker and um, you know the the dude uh, Diablo in the prison just blasting fire everywhere and stuff like that like if they had actually shown something like that it would have been great Um. also I don't understand why they needed to show us that the weasel didn't die but
2: i didn't care about that weasel at all i was glad it died yeah <laughs> i was like good <laughs> you're annoying
0: i uh i didn't understand that also
2: like why because that wasn't even a post-credit scene that was just like that was the end just of the, the end of the it movie was a mid... it was the mid-credit scene yeah, yeah. was it, okay. mm-hmm. it was actually, like all the animated outro title sequence yeah
1: okay <laughs> i was like okay why do i care like, uh, if they had done something where, like, uh, Nathan Fillion's character had actually still been alive, that would have been that would have been great. But nobody cares about this weasel character.
0: I guess it just kind of adds to, the you know, what the movie is. It's just, you know, a bunch of these just like... I know, I know, I, know like... and I
2: say that, but just keep in mind that, you know, at the end, the end credit scene for Captain Marvel was the cat throwing up a tesseract. So, sometimes these end credit scenes are just pointless.
1: That's true. That's very true. The same. Yeah.
0: Also to be fair, <laughs> uh, James Gunn and the crew didn't really have like a lot to go on with DC because I'm sure he doesn't know or nor does anybody else where like the future of DC is going. So like true. a lot of Marvel movies they like yeah. hint at like oh, you know it's going to be the Infinity Saga or like this character is about to be introduced or whatever and I don't think anybody really knows what's happening.
1: I think with DC they almost gave up and like Because Warner Brothers is sort of like Blizzard in the way that they don't listen to what people want. And everybody, ever since the Snyder Cut came out, uh, has been screaming for the Snyderverse. And to just let him take it and run. And make the movies the way he wanted to make them. Because the uh, the Snyder Cut, in my opinion, was amazing. Like, I'm so mad... That the Justice League wasn't that. Like, and I thought the Justice League was okay when it came out. And now I'm like, dang, that was garbage compared to that. So I don't know why they won't let him keep going, but Warner Brothers, he said on multiple times that Warner Brothers doesn't care. They they didn't even want to release a Snyder cut. They essentially did it because um Snyder helped pay for most of it. And they, like, everyone wants, you know, Snyder's Flash to keep going. And apparently there is still a Flash movie. But I think they've essentially just adopted that. Yep, it's it's the DC-verse. It's just a multiverse of DC, and we're just going to make movies. And they're not really going to mesh together.
2: Well, not everything needs to have an extended uh, interconnected universe, in my opinion. Because I think it's overplayed. Yeah.
1: So... I we're just gonna have a bunch of movies that don't intertwine like the Robert Pattinson Batman movie
2: that yeah uh, the trailer came out it was on uh, it was on the suicide squad yeah
1: and so I'm
2: fine with that to an extent like if they want to do
0: um, like suicide squad has its own thing kind of like you know up until the recent acquisition in the Marvel world where like x-men was doing its own thing and like it was still cool and they were still relatively good that's fine i just think that there should be some sort of like plan for any like even if it's just like suicide squad the next part or or whatever and i don't think there is i think they're just you know going as like coming up with crap as they go along they
1: saw they saw the disney plus success of their marvel shows and they're like we should try it with peacemaker so what does that come out
2: on hbo I think so.
1: Probably, because they have the, the deal with Warner Brothers.
2: Yeah, I think it's coming on HBO now. Hmm. Interesting. Uh,
1: so, yeah.
0: Uh, real quick, before I switch gears um, to the next part of the show, uh, did uh, Cody briefly mentioned it. Tim, did you watch um, Boat Movie? Jungle, or, Cruise? No. Jungle Cruise. You have watched it yet? I... F- Forgot that that movie came out. Yeah, I, uh, I did for a bit, um, and then uh, while some family was in town, we watched it all together, and I was actually pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah.
2: Okay. I thought it was going to be just uh,
1: like a really bad, cheesy Disney movie. But yeah. It was. It feels really, like
2: Disney's answer to Jumanji.
1: Kinda. It it felt like a part of the Caribbean movie in a lot of ways, oh. but yeah, I, mean, I think cheesier, but.
0: My uh, my consensus on it at the end was it was a blend of Indiana Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, if you've ever been to Disney World and ridden Jungle Cruise ride, yeah, it is one hundred percent the Jungle Cruise ride. Like for the first like thirty minutes of the movie, right. Dwayne
0: Johnson basically is the cast member yeah. leading you on your Jungle Cruise ride at Disney World. I was like, this, this is all the same jokes yeah. and everything.
1: I was like, immediately this hits my nostalgia bone, like. This is the sarcastic dad joke uh, tour guide on the on the ride. Like this is one hundred percent like perfect.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I highly suggest if you get the time, Tim. And we, yeah. I, I highly suggest going to watching it. It's sure, it's really good. Uh, to round off the show, though, um, let's do a little bit of. I guess we'll just call it critical role first impressions at least for me this is far from first impressions for both of you um if you
2: well, missed last first impressions for me on campaign two cody's seen it all yeah that's true so with if you didn't see a lot of the last episode um my
0: homework um since we last you know met up and recorded was to start watching critical role we kind of came to consensus that i would jump in on season two uh, since campaign two um and since tim had recently finished campaign one and that we would all kind of come back together and talk about it a bit more once i'd actually been exposed to what critical role is after so many months of hearing uh, both cody and tim kind of talk about it um so at this point of time of recording i have watched just about two episodes in which doesn't
1: sound like a lot but like
0: we've mentioned before um it's what, four hours per episode? About
1: three to four hours
0: long. Oh, campaign two averages four to five. So, uh, and we, uh, before recording this episode, uh, Tim, you were saying you're how far into uh, campaign two?
2: I am halfway through episode 24, which, you know, again, doesn't sound like a lot, but it it is a lot. And I actually took a little bit of a minor break in between because, I had some illness that uh, popped up. So I um, had to rewatch a couple episodes because I was watching them and I couldn't remember what happened. Yeah. Nothing major. It was a stomach bug, but I wasn't paying attention. So I had to rewatch you them. You got the Rona? No. No, no none of that. Um,
1: but yeah, so Christian.
2: So, uh, Christian, I'm, I'm excited to hear your opinion first yeah. before we talk about mine because, yeah. So I will say it's a lot to
0: jump in on and fully understand the dynamic of the, not only of just like the people doing the show and their own relationships with one another, um, but also just like the characters. And I know you guys have said before that, you know, they don't really know even themselves full on what their characters, personalities in the show will be like until quite a ways into the campaign once they've had to fully think about, and understand you know how they want to portray these characters they've created yeah um and i understand that and that's that's totally you know fine and all well and good um but it doesn't necessarily or really make it easier though um it uh it definitely the, essentially the first you know episode you know four hours long whatever it was i was essentially trying i backed up a couple times because like, okay you're this character you're this character your power is what and like what is your what is your gimmick like what's your thing and then like how um, are you right
2: now um, I don't know how I, I don't know I don't know what happens um, but where I'm at right now and I hope it continues because I don't know why it changed or what's different about it but around episode 18 or 20 the the view of how you watch it changes and you, they actually have their character names over their over them so you'll know who's who.
1: Oh,
0: that's
2: awesome! Like, that like super Laura helpful. Bailey has a picture of Jester in front of her, and it says Jester underneath her.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's it was part of their, you know, working out their own studio. Um, because they they moved into a new studio towards the end of Campaign One, but they don't really announce <clears> it until <throat> later on, and it's probably like halfway through. Campaign Two, I honestly can't remember. Um. But they do officially announce it at some point early-ish on. Um, But they're in a new studio, and so they're still working out, like, their own streaming stuff. And, yeah, like Tim said, somewhere around, like, 18, they start actually putting the names of the character in a little, like, headshot of the character so that you and
2: when they're character. bat when they're battling their HP pops up so you can actually see them take damage yeah, and, and like where their, they're
1: actually at. their their character sheet will eventually I don't know if that has popped up yet for you it has okay it has. yeah they, their character sheet will pop up so you can see what their stats are and everything
0: um yeah anyway. so like, the the show as a whole is really cool and the thing going my mindset before I watched any of it was I never really understood understood the appeal to people sitting down and watching others play a game you know i was thinking about this more through more so through the lens of like okay all these people that go on youtube and watch you know ninja and all these famous uh fortnite streamers play fortnite which is a free game that they could just download and play themselves it's kind of the way i was looking at this show but i i will acknowledge acknowledge can't talk tonight Um, after watching you know an episode and a half that i i do see the appeal um and i do think that is just as um uh appealing as some of my favorite podcasts um, to listen to um it does kind of suck that it is such a time investment to fully understand what's going on i Mm kind of wish that they had done more so of like a a pre-show of like hey, this is kind of like the gist of what's going on. This is this character. This is this character. And then when, like, the episode one, quote-unquote, started, it was just like, okay,
2: you kind of knew the basics of what was going on, and now they're starting to, like, play. Well, Well, I mean, if you want that, you should watch Campaign 1 because that is what they do in Campaign 1. Yeah. Uh,
0: But that's not the same characters, though.
1: No. No, but... The
2: The same people.
1: same people. So... I think the way I tried to explain it at one point was you have to look at it like a really long book series as opposed to a web show or something like that because of the amount of story that's put into it and character progression. So like you have to, you have to look at it that way. Cause I mean like even when you like first read like Harry Potter or something like you don't really know who Harry is or what he's about or right who any of these characters are and it takes you know like half the book for you to start realizing who these people are and that's essentially how campaign two is but i
0: guess the, the my counter argument to that is that like you know when you get into a book series like harry potter for example you know when you start off with sorcerer's stone you, you get introduced to harry you know get to understand a little bit of like his home environment and setting before it you know, throws all these other wizards and Hogwarts and all this other sure. world of characters I, to care I about. I say that,
2: um, and I think this is one of the challenges for me, because I even expressed this to Cody once. I don't think you were there. Um, it did take me a little bit more to get into um, the Mighty Nine, which is what eventually they're going to be called, where you're at, um, mainly because part of the story is that you don't know who any of these people are so you don't really have any like, I mean, when I would put it for you, when campaign one ended, I legitimately got teary-eyed because like I knew everything about all of these characters over the 115 episodes that they played the game on. Yeah. But I don't know anything about these characters so when they're like going to do their battles and whatnot, I'm like I don't really care if anything happens to Molly because I don't know anything about Molly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like if somebody happened to like vex yeah in campaign one I'm like oh no oh no this isn't good you know like I knew a lot more about them but it that just takes time I'm getting to the point now where like okay you know they're like where I'm at now they're kind of starting to figure out who their characters are
1: like right. the idea behind D and d is they usually start out in like a pub or something and your characters don't know each other. And and it's supposed to simulate to a degree, right? Because it's obviously fantasy and fake and um, imagination. Not real. Not real. Yeah. But like the idea is that when you meet someone new, you don't know their backstory. You don't know everything about them. So that's the idea is like, you're as clueless as they are.
0: I fully understand that concept and I I know what you're getting at, but I'm just mean that what i was gonna add a few minutes ago is when you read into a book like harry potter you know it introduces the main protagonist and you get a general understanding and familiarize at least with the basics of who they are um even if it's not like where the story is gonna go sure just who they are as a character and so like at the beginning of campaign uh two when they're introducing you know like they had like a like clusters of them there was like two of them that were together and Mm -hmm. then there were like three or four of them together and there were another two that were like off to the side um they to me they balanced um, they were like, Hey, here's these two people, like here's the like I'll let you guys introduce yourselves and show a little bit. And then like before I was even like fully okay, like you're this person and you're this person, they were like, now here's this other like three people. Like I, I yeah. wish they had just spaced that out a little bit more to give me a little bit more time to like fully understand who is who. I
1: guess before the, they all come together.
2: I get the, that. I get that.
1: The biggest difference is that while the show is for us to enjoy for sure. It's for them. It's their D and D campaign, right? So, like,
0: I mean, now it's to make money, but
1: <laughs> well, they have real jobs. They don't. They don't make like. I mean, they make money off their Twitch subscriptions and some of the merch they sell, but like, that's not like their main job. Um, but the show, it, it's their D and D group. Like, that's just them playing D and D. So, like, it's for them, not us, in that regard. So, like, if they If they did what you would have liked them to do, it would have ruined that moment of getting to know a character for them. So, like, down the road, when, when like, a character opens up to another character, that's their first time hearing that information. But if, like, at the beginning they were like, you know, like, I'm Caleb and I'm German, but from this place and you know, my parents did this and this happened and I did this or whatever. Then when that moment comes and he like actually opens up about whatever, it's like, oh yeah, I already knew that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess I follow what you're saying. And like, and you know, like you said before, that is part of D&D, but I think that's probably why they're not going to keep me around because it's just, I can't remain interested enough with them not taking the time to
2: fully
1: well, that's that's the thing. They do. They do fully and then some. It just yeah. it's D&D so it takes a while.
2: Yeah, like I, I know about Caleb yeah. now. And my uh, definition of like a, a while about Molly, a little bit about Molly.
0: Like to put it in his perspective for you, The Witcher on Netflix is sure. like 10 episodes long, each episode is about an hour. It didn't. The first season of The Witcher was one of those annoying gimmicks that I have a personal pet peeve about. Oh, it turned me nuts. I don't really understand what's going on until the very end of the first season. Sure. And I almost stopped watching it. Yeah. And that's the exact same emotion and feeling I'm getting towards Critical Role. Whoa. Where, like, I, I understand and appreciate that, like, once I get to a point that, you know, I'll understand and that I'll be invested and that's fine. And and like we mentioned before, even like with Fairy Tale, one of our favorite animes, and you have to get like ten episodes in, each episode like twenty some minutes. It's those first ten. There's like episodes. a certain, there's a certain like, like capped the amount of time investment I'm willing to put into something before I'm like, okay, now I'm in it. I understand what's going on. Let's go
1: to that. And in in like perspective, I guess if you look at how long Fairy Tale is and how long Campaign Two is of Critical Role. Ten episodes of Fairy Tale is essentially eighteen episodes of Critical Role in terms of no, scale, because each episode of Fairy Tale is like twenty. Yeah, something but minutes. there's like there's like how many seasons? There's like two hundred no, something no, no. episodes. I'm saying that like by episode ten, eleven of Fairy Tale, I was hooked. Yeah, those are thirty minute episodes. I'm saying if you take it and scale it to the length of Critical Role, the by the time you hit episode ten, it would be around the time Tim's at. Oh,
0: okay. No, I know. I know I'm following you now, so, but like, I'm just saying. Me personally, though, I don't want it to devote a hundred hours of my life to then get invested into something. Like I want to like, I'll put forward, like I said, like ten hours into a show and be like, okay, I see where this is going, but maybe not. And then I'm like, whoa, like this is awesome. And then I'm invested, and then I can actually enjoy that, you know, however long the show is going forward from sure. there. Mm-hmm.
2: Totally. Uh Then I hate to break it to you not for you yeah so, it's a shame because it's, it's really, a really good
1: shame because you would love it and it is super compelling but yeah because
2: you because like i said i'm on episode 26 and i know a little bit about caleb and i know a little bit about molly yeah it's about it i don't know what's going on with ford i don't really know much about jester and it, it, it's gonna take me a minute to get there but like from watching campaign one the payoff is so worth it yeah at least for me it was i mean i don't know about campaign two i I have it
1: it's worth it i
2: i have some qualms about campaign two but it's just because they're playing different characters than campaign one and i'm not used to that yet i think is what it boils down to is that you know there is a very much a family dynamic between vox machina and there's not that with the mighty nine at least not yet yeah
1: like i think if you started with campaign one christian you might be able to get into it easier mainly because before before each episode for like 10 episodes there is like a lengthy background um, before they actually start playing for each character
2: yeah they say like this is my character and this is what they've done so far yeah
1: and there's like a there's like a it's literally like their entire backstory up to the moment that they start playing because it's literally the middle of their campaign
2: yeah they start in the middle
1: so if that well if that would help you then i would say if you're going to give it another chance ever to go with campaign one just so you can get that
2: back just know that campaign one it's hard to watch at first for the opposite reason you might be more invested but they have a lot of progression before they get to where they're at now. Yeah. So, it the first like twenty episodes, like they have a lot of sound issues, a lot of
1: sound issues, camera issues. Like they're brand new. I mean, this is they started on, on Geek and Sundry when Felicia Day started Geek and Sundry. Like it was twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was. It's old. I mean, it's dated. It feels dated. But like. Like worth they're, it they're still doing their maps on like paper with markers and stuff. Whereas in campaign two, man, he's got full blown dioramas going and like,
2: it's a whole thing. So like,
1: but if, it, well, you know, like
2: uh, me personally campaign one is so worth it. Yeah,
1: campaign one is amazing, but like if, if it'll help you get into something by hearing backstory on characters, then start with campaign yeah, one. Like
2: the first good. like 20 episodes, they really beginning of every episode they play, like, this is my character and this is what they did.
1: Yeah, it's like thirty minutes before each time they play, they go through. They're not thirty. It's
2: like it's like fifteen,
1: but they go through each backstory of each character, so that you know what's happening.
2: But well, I mean, even if, but they'd already done that in game personally before they started this. The, they, all that backstory that they're showing before they play the campaign one that are they already done that in their game? Yeah, they had Whereas they had been playing for campaign, like five years. They haven't, they haven't done any of that in campaign two yet.
0: Right, but like that was like a like so it was kind of like a a one time example that probably won't be repeated again though. Because I mean that that was like you guys said that since they started streaming and recording and posting this, they'd already been playing for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Right, but, but even I- if I go idea, back and uh, watch,
1: the idea being that if you watched that and got into it and got invested, then when it came to campaign two, you You'd knowing that the payoff the is so good would stick with it. Oh, okay. as opposed to having no interaction with critical role at all and not or D for that matter and then being thrust into this world with just like i guess this is D, and i you know like i don't really understand what's going on like it's a lot because mm. like with there campaign one they started playing pathfinder which i i don't myself don't even fully understand but it, it's a precursor to what they're doing now. Like it's not DD. It's a tabletop game, but it's not quite DD. So like in the beginning of Campaign One, they're learning the rules of i D.
0: I've given you my first impressions of critical role campaign two. I wanted to pass the floor to you two, uh specifically Tim, to converse with Cody on what your interpretation is someone who has seen campaign one, appreciated it, loved it and what you want to talk about and compare and contrast between campaign two and one. Uh,
2: campaign one is glorious. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I got teary-eyed at the end of it. So moving from that to kind of going back to basics with campaign two is a little jarring. Um, it takes a lot to get used to because, like I said, these are different characters. They have no trust for each other there's no love for each other um they even say it they're like you know even the people that are paired together they even say like i don't know this person i met them 24 hours before i met you right so like there's no any kind of love between any of them and i guess that's one that it builds you know it'll build to that you know because the whole thing is that like you know they're not Eventually, they'll become the Mighty Nine, which is their group, so they're not going to completely stab each other in the back, or maybe they will. I don't know how this the campaign ends, but I feel like they're the kind of people that aren't going to do that. Um, so I don't know, it, there, there's a lot of weird differences because you know, I'm, I'm used to like uh, Travis, who plays Ford in campaign two, played a complete idiot in campaign one, and now he's like. The strategy person in campaign too so it's a little different because i'm used to like other people taking that role in the same regard is that like i didn't like really Vex'ali all that much but like jester who's also Laura bailey is now one of my favorite characters in the campaign um so i had a little bit of concern because like and, and and this is why i'm a little bit concerned for you christian and why i think you might not like it but i hope you do try to give it a shot and at least you know try to at least invest in it a little bit um i don't really know what they're doing right now and i feel like not, not everything they're doing is non-consequential um and that's just how a beginning of a campaign works i mean the whole point is they're they're finding a job and they're trying to make money that's really what it boils down to and they're just it it's easier for them to work together than to work separately so they're working together there's no
1: yeah that's essentially how D is there's no general. ties
2: or anything yet to either one of them. I mean, I'm sure that there's something like, and I know, I know enough about Caleb now to like kind of understand what he's doing and where his story might lead. But, you know, like, for instance, like Ford, um, who's Travis Willingham, not only do I not know what he's going on with his character, he doesn't even know what's going on with his character really either. It's it, like Matt is going to tell him part of his story. So like, yeah,
1: there, there's a couple of them with that going on. Like Ashley Johnson, um, uh, who, you know, is Ellie uh, from the last of us, uh, her character, because she's at the time that they're, they record campaign two, She's currently like uh, a lead role in the show. Um, blind, was a blind, blind side, spot. Blind spot. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, so she's missing for a whole huge chunk of the campaign. Um, and her character essentially becomes an NPC at some point. Um, that Matt uses. Uh, but like, yeah, she doesn't even fully know her full character. Um, Molly is the same way. Like he's got like out of the gate, Molly was confusing.
2: Yeah, I don't really like Molly all that much, um, just because. I don't know. He there. He's okay. He's growing on me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I love Jester, but it, it pissed me off because Jester is the cleric and she refuses to heal. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so used to Pike.
1: Yeah, she's 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 a healer that doesn't heal. It's pretty great.
2: Yeah, she does damage. She's a damage dealing healer. Yeah. So there's terrible healers and. 14 they're like my job is to damage deal It's not heal that's what Lord Bailey is but Jester's fantastic so I don't mind
1: but yeah I won't harp on it too much more Christian but I do think you should either go back to campaign one and try campaign one just so you can get that backstory if it'll help you get into the show as a whole and D&D as a whole Um, it might might help Uh, it might not i mean to be fair i'm not swearing
0: it off altogether i'm still willing to give like i'll go back to campaign one and see how that goes or even just continue on with campaign two um and also the one of my favorite podcasts that i really enjoy and like to watch i'm also really behind on it at the moment so it's just one of those things where like you know if i'm in the car if i'm yeah. mindlessly doing something i'll probably cash back up on it or at least watch some more of it at some point we'll say
2: <clears throat> for the first part of campaign one I was listening more than I was actually watching. Yeah. I was like on my like if I was at work and I was working on something, I'd have it on the background. Or if I was like taking my dog for a walk, I'd have it on. So if like for the first like seventy episodes of Campaign One, I actually listened to. I didn't watch. It wasn't until like something happened and I was like, I kind of want to see what this is, what, what this looks like. But I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm gonna start and watch this now. And then I, from there, I've just been watching it. So. Uh-huh. I did listen to the first like 70-ish episodes of campaign one just because it was easier for me to ingest that way than having to sit down and like watch it at home. Gotcha. That cool. and they skip they skip all the ads and stuff on the podcast thing. So like there was the, the mid break was just like we're going to break, and then they immediately came back. Yeah. So it also shut it, it uh, shortened the run length because they skipped the announcements and the the mid-break so it shaved off like 40 minutes per episode for me watching it on the pod or listening to on the podcast okay like a three and a half hour episode it was like two and a half 240 250 but then like like i said towards the the, the later half of the um campaign one i started watching and i'm glad i did start watching again that's how i prefer to watch it now just to actually watch it but for campaign one I, i listened to most of it
0: Okay, cool. Well, guys, uh, as we mentioned on last episode, this is kind of an example of what we will be doing in the future as a post-session, post-recording content um, that will, for the time being, remain free until further notice. Um, This is kind of meant to dive more so into the niche interest that we have kind of on the side. We try to keep our um, topics of the show more relevant and what's trending, what the, the most popular movies and games are releasing, um watch or play them ourselves and give you our impressions and like what we think of them but this will be more so kind of what the um the side things that are maybe not as as popular not that critical is not popular it's not what i was saying i don't wasn't gonna say anything say anything (laughs) um but anyway so like that might you know be a you know web series podcast video game or just something super random um so be on lookout for more of that in the future Uh, but for now I think this is going to wrap up this week's episode of Some Kind of Podcast please make sure you like, share, and subscribe if you would like to reach out to us you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at at SKO entertainers or visit our website at www.skoentertainment.net for more information and finally don't forget to join us next week because even on the best of days we all need some kind of entertainment thanks guys Bye. see ya